Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. I'm excited to share everything that I love about Winchester, Virginia with you, and I want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, Christmas season is upon us. Today is December 7th, 2023. Super excited to be back in here with you to chat about all things Winchester. And just following following up on um, over the last couple of weeks since we've been able to release an episode, we promoted the, uh, the Christmas parade. We promoted the the follow the star live nativity scene those things happened was able to participate in those and uh it was hey it means that christmas is here right so with that um you know i I like to promote and talk about other things happening in town not just real estate um which is gonna lead us to our conversation today uh i was really um excited to hear um, this couple reach out to me because they are um, not new to town, but have a new venture that I wanted to uh, make you aware of. And I'm a sports fanatic. Um, if you've ever, ever heard me chat with, uh, we've had him on the show twice now, Josh Kirby, who's a, a sports talk show person and uh, does different um, media relations for different people and schools around town here. He and I go back and forth with different sports facts and trivia, and he was able to connect um, me with uh, a basketball team that I had slightly heard of, but um, not as much as I should have. And it's the Virginia Valley Vipers, um, and they are um, run and led by a couple, Tina and Rodney Colbreth, Tina Stevens Colbreth, and it's going to be a really neat conversation. I'm excited about what they're able to share here um, and what you can learn as somebody who lives in the Winchester area and how you can see that just a, a local basketball team um, can help serve our community. So here's my conversation with Tina and Rodney. Well, I'm here with Rodney and Tina. How are you guys today? I'm so excited to have you because we just met, but I've heard lots of good things about you through our <laughs> common friend, Josh Kirby. So Josh, shout out to you. Thanks so much for hooking us up. Um, I'm just going to start right off and just allow you to introduce yourselves. And how did you come to the Winchester area? Tell me about that story. Who wants to go first? Okay, I can go Tina, first. Tina, you go first. Here we go. I'm not shy. Anybody that knows me knows I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah, um, do it. So we came to the Winchester area about uh, 17 years ago. Okay. Uh, we came from Fairfax County, uh-huh. uh, rest in Virginia specifically. Yeah. Uh, we uh, had three children that we were raising, and uh, we um, there was a situation with my sister and her situation uh, with her her partner, and uh, it it. Um, 
it caused us to have uh, custody and then uh, eventually adoption hmm. of uh, her children. So hmm. we've, we have raised eight children. Eight children. <laughs> yes. Wow. What age ranges do you have for the, for the kids? Well, when we first got the kiddos, the youngest one was six months old. Uh-huh. He's now 21. Uh-huh. Uh, they, so they were aimed any range from six months old to 10 years old. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Then, it was pretty exciting, but we kept everybody busy. When basketball was in, everybody did basketball. When uh-huh. you know football was in, girls did cheerleading and boys did football. Dance was in, boys did hip hop, girls did ballet. <laughs> we kept it simple, <laughs> and so so we came to this area um, because we needed uh, more space. Yeah, and we had finalized the adoption after four years hmm. of um, you know a court. Um, proceedings yeah. uh, with Fairfax County. So you so. have so you have the adopted kids and then you have some of your own as well. And we call them our bonus kids. They're bonus kids. There you go. <laughs> I Sorry. Like that I, term. Yeah, I don't want to offend or insult, <laughs> of course. Yes. Yep. So then what did you do for a career? So Ronnie, you you're moving out to Winchester. Probably felt like the the sticks, the boonies out here compared <laughs> to where you were. So what what did you do for for a job and a um, career when you got here? I was doing work at contracting in D.C. Mm-hmm. for like the FDA and things like that. Um, so a lot of my jobs were out in the D.C. area. So I still worked out there for a good while. Yeah. And then until we took a training for a certified peer recovery specialist is when I kind of decided, like, oh, I'm not going to drive back to D.C. anymore. Yeah. I'm going to find a job here. So I started working at N.W. Works. Okay. Yeah. Um, Perfect. So that was a pretty good, you know, start off here. Yeah. Um, and now I'm working for the Warren Coalition. Okay. Um, which is out in Front Royal um, and working for our, our nonprofit organization. Nice. Well, so you, you mentioned a couple of things of how you just threw kids into anything just to keep them busy. Sports is a big one. So we're here to call it, to talk about basketball. So I want to hear a little bit more about that background of what has led you to this spot today where you're like owners of a basketball team. What, what led you to that? Oh, it, um, well, our son, RJ, he played, you know, played here in the area, Millbrook High School. And um, one day somebody told him about um, the TBL tryouts that were happening in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, I think it was doing that that first like, big snowstorm. So we drove out there. We, we had oh, second wow. thoughts like, oh man, we should just turn around. We yeah. got to Cincinnati, you know, my God, the snow was still falling. Yeah. And it was like, man, I think we should, maybe we should turn around. I was like, nope, let's keep going. Yep. So we get there. Um, he doesn't get drafted there, but we meet an, another young, a young man there who owned a team in New York. And he offered RJ to come out there to play, mm-hmm. he could, you know, come try out. So we took that opportunity, went out to New York, we tried out. Mm-hmm. Um, he made it on the team. And as time went on, um, the young man asked us to, like, eventually, we were just sponsoring the team, helping okay. with water. He said, hey, you want to sp- um, be an investor in my team? And I'm thinking about taking my team to Virginia because in New York is so huh. tight here with practice spaces and getting things um, there. Um, so we, we looked at the little contract thing after a while and said, okay, we're investing. What this thing looks like. Yeah. Um, so he just, before anything happened, he got a promotion. He got a job at this prep school. 
Um, and then he um, ended up having a, 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 a expecting a child. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, I'm not moving <laughs> to, to Virginia now. I think I'm going to stay here in New York. So he kind of almost changed his mind saying, hey, he's, he's going to come and transfer and move to Virginia. His life circumstances changed. He was now a new dad uh-huh. and with a new job in front of him. And we're like, wow. okay, do you. Do what you got to do. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna still we follow through it. with plans to uh, start a team in Virginia. And we are the first uh, official uh, basketball team in the uh, basketball league uh, here in Virginia. So That's to, amazing. Historically, yeah. yeah. So talk to me about what that is. Because your son went to Millbrook. Mm-hmm. And then did he go to college anywhere to play he did he went to garrett college he was there uh-huh. two years and okay. then he went to university of pikeville where he had a wonderful career uh and he was a five-year student there okay. so he played basketball for two years and he had a third year opportunity to have a, a, a partial scholarship and so he played soccer nice. While he worked on his degree. So he actually nice. has two degrees, uh, and he's pretty excited about that. And uh, sports management with a focus on youth, um, on, um, youth development. Uh-huh. Um, but he also has a business. Uh, <laughs> so, so he's doing a lot. Uh, but loved sports, loved basketball, wanted to keep playing, yes. I'm assuming, after college. Mm-hmm. And there's not tons of options, but there's this league called the Basketball League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yep. It affords uh, uh, men the opportunity to play the sport that they love. And what we love about it is the mission involves community give back. It mm. involves giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it involves being uh, these guys being able to play the sport that they love and to be paid to do so. But there are other opportunities as well um, mm-hmm. in regards to the NBA and G League. Um, just recently, No Chance, um, I think his name is No Chance, uh, he's with the OKC Thunder. Okay. Uh, and so he recently signed a $4 million uh Contract. Wow. Uh, he came from the TBL. He came from the yeah. TBL. But referees and other people that are in different um, aspects of this, uh, these moving parts actually have opportunities to excel and grow in the field that they're in. Statisticians, referees. And the referees are actually um, trained by... Uh, um, Mr. Nunn. Um, I was kind of his first name. But he, he refereed in the NBA for like over 18 years. Okay. Wow, Lottie Nine. So you, so there's some experience there, being a referee, being in the league, mm-hmm. and players are developing essentially yes. as they are also supporting the local community. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so all right, so let's follow through the story. So so you ended up having all of the ownership on your shoulders instead of partnering or just sponsoring yes. with this guy from New York. <laughs> And you, you land here. So give me the timetable. This was only a couple of years ago, right? So when did, when did your son go do that tryout? That was what year? Was that? 2021. Because yeah. okay. last year was our inaugural year for the Virginia Valley Vipers. Yeah. And it was a year before that because he played one year with uh, one season with the, Virginia, with the Admirals. With so. the New York team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So now your owners... And your son ended up going to play there in New York, and now he's here with you as well. He is here with us, um, and the correct term is team market owners. So the idea of the president and the um, organization is that we own a team market. Hmm. So we own a team market in Virginia. 
So it's almost an exclusive privilege, almost, to say that you have this whole DMV area with the Virginia Valley Vipers. It is. That's really cool. And we have a new coach. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. So you're in the off season right now. Yes. Yeah. So next season is going to begin early spring next year. And uh, you had a coach for one season. And most recently, there's the, the new press release and announcement of a new coach. Yes. Talk to me about him and his background because he has some NBA experience as well. Right. Oh, yeah. Coach. So um, give us his name. Where is he? Where, who is he? And where is he from? Lester <laughs> Connor. He's actually from um, Oakland, um, Oakland, California. Uh-huh. Um, he went to, I want to say, the school of um, Oregon State University. Okay. I think he went to nice. Oregon State University. Um, he was drafted 1983, I want to say 1983, to the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. at 13. He was the 13th wow. pick in the draft. Wow. During that time. Yeah. Uh, I think even at Oregon, I think he was like a um, leading like steals like um, um, guy. They they called him a name, but you can't use that name today. But. Something like Gary Payton was called the club, <laughs> like right? The club. You know, so, yeah. Well, well, yeah. So he was actually yeah. So the crazy thing is, yeah. he was actually before the club, uh-huh. and the club actually kind of followed him. Yeah, because he's from to, Oregon. Yeah, as for, well. yeah, because yeah. he yeah. So that's uh, but he played 13 years or so in the NBA, mm-hmm. um, in coach. Um, up to I think was it 2017 or 18. Okay. Nice. Uh, like the last team was with, with Denver. Yeah. With um, Coach um, Sean Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw. Yeah. Yep. So how did you get connected with him? How did you? How did he find out about you, or how did you find out about him? <laughs> so fun story, and I'll make it short. One of our players from last year actually goes to a hair salon in Harrisonburg. Mm-hmm. And uh, while he was there, he was talking with the um, owner of the salon. Her name is Valerie. Uh-huh. And it was mentioning about, you know, this team. And, you know, he was getting his hair cut and just mentioned about that he was uh, a player for the Virginia Valley Vipers. Happened so that her uh, partner, uh, Mr. Lester Connor, uh, is was connected to her, okay. and yeah. so um, she got her wheels turning. And it's like you know, this would be a hey, know, he's something. looking for something to do, basically. <laughs> be something he could consider tapping back into the basketball. Yes. Yeah, and he's always loved the sport. He's continued to to look at plays and look at his playbooks, uh-huh. and you know, you stay sharp. Oh you yeah, know, when it's a passion, you yeah. You, throw yourself into it so he um continued to to immerse himself in the sport of basketball and so her wheels start turning and was like hey maybe he'd be interested in something like this so it took a little time because it got buried in my email (laughs) (laughs) so a couple months went by and i was like oh my gosh i've got this email resume from malik jones which Mm -hmm. is our player Mm -hmm. and it's a resume, and I look at the bio, I look at the resume, I'm like, holy cow, like, how did I miss this? I gotta yeah. get on this right away. So I give him yeah. a call, I'm like, this is Tina with the Virginia Valley Vipers. I'm so sorry for my delay in responding. I saw your resume, I'm excited to you know, talk with you about the Virginia Valley Vipers, and to see if this, this is something you'd be interested right. in. And, right, right. Um, so he was like, well, I'll, I'll look, check it out. I'll look at it. Uh-huh. It's kind of low-key. You know, let me check it out. Um, and he did. And, and we started some negotiations uh, shortly after. That's so. great. So what do you do in the off season? So he's the coach now. When does the season really kick off? And uh, are, 
I'm sure there's tryouts as well. Like, how does that work for especially local people who might be interested to to get connected with a, a great team in a great league like this? Oh, the last the trial we just had was in November the okay. 28th. Okay. Um, we had like 20, 20, 25, 25 guys. 25 That's great. Guys. Some local. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. some local. Um, so the process, that just goes through that that part of the process. Then we have another tryout, mm-hmm. and we look at a few more players. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, in February, actually, the league has a convention in, com- in um, Combine, okay. which all, um, this year, I think it's like 38 teams or 39 teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of the teams yeah. will go down to the Indy Yeah, they Combine. will go down there, and then we will have a meet and greet with future players that are coming in trying to get drafted. Hopefully it's not snowing like crazy. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, we did yeah. that trick. We did that yeah. trick last year. Yeah. And we, we weathered the storm. We got down there. Um, on that point um, to Rodney is if guys don't make our team, mm-hmm. we definitely want them to stay connected. And we invite them to go down to the Indy Combine yeah. where last year I think there were 200 teams that came down to for a spot. Well, 200 players. That's 200 great. players. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. And then we will in also be drafting two players from that combine. Okay. Um, from this recent tryout, uh, we just posted today, so fresh off the press. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, we have two people that made the tryouts. That's Trey Brown and Tramel Anthony. Awesome. And um, so, you know, they were both on the team last year. We said, hey, come back and try out. Mm-hmm. We have a new coach. Mm-hmm. He wants to check everybody out. Uh, so it looks like they've ma- they've made it to the training camp along with other guys. So um, what we do in the off season is uh, we are currently working on all kinds of opportunities to collaborate with businesses to help grow their brand with the Vipers. Mm-hmm. We're going to be providing youth camps mm-hmm. December twenty. 20- 8, 29, and 30 at the Winchester Parks and Rec. Uh So we have spaces available for that. Cool. Uh, We do a lot of marketing, meeting, networking, um, and most of all, just sharing the brand because, of course, people say, well, what is a Viper? You know, we're new to the area. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, we're in our first, this is our second year. So we want to make sure that people know who we are, getting the name out. Um, But how you benefit the community, too. Again, it's, it's a unique idea where it's a professional basketball team in the area that you can go watch basketball be entertained you know it's it's a great level and it's a good opportunity just for families to hang out get kids Mm -hmm. interested in basketball get kids interested in sports and Mm -hmm. do something together as a family i think it's it's a win-win all around one of our goals this year is being able to have kids come in free we mm. want to make sure that kids, nonprofits, families that are having some hardships, we mm-hmm. want them to be able to come into games. Specifically, and we really right now working really hard with our um, our partners to be able to get sponsorships for kids to come into the games free. Mm-hmm. This is a family free, uh, a family fun, um, entertaining an entertainment um, opportunity for yeah. the community to connect. But we also do give back to CCAP. So CCAP is definitely always in need of Great. volunteers yeah. um, in season when we can get all the guys together right now. They're kind of all in their different pockets, some from Maryland, some from different parts of Virginia. Um, our coach is from Harrisonburg, Virginia. And um, so volunteering at CCAP, they have a huge need. Um, and during the season, we were able to... Uh, provide uh, food boxes for families cool. that are facing food insecurities and they also have a, a thrift store that provides workforce clothing or clothing for people that 
may be in need. So we are following the mission of the TBL to be able to incorporate that. And if people want to learn more about us, they can find us on social media. Mm-hmm. But we do have a three-year plan, a three-year business plan. Uh, we're in the second year here on how we are going to impact the community mm-hmm. economically. And we, mm-hmm. we created 39 jobs last year. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And, and that's just in the first year. Yeah. That's great. You guys keep going, keep it up. You also play your games at Shenandoah University. So you have yes. a kind of a partnership with them, but then you also mentioned the city, Jim Barnett Park, mm-hmm. partnership with them. Tell us more about the upcoming camps because that's something for, I'm sure, kids of different age groups. And are some of the players going to be around? Like yes. who are going to be the, the, the camp coaches and teachers for, for what you've got going on for the next couple have, days. We're gonna have players. Um Coach Lester Connor will be there. Good. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so it's got to be that one. Yep, so we do have the camps <laughs> coming up. It's December twenty eighth, uh 29 and 30. Uh, Coach Lester will be there um, and the players will be there as well. We'll be working on some skill drills, some Mm -hmm. five-on-five tournaments, um, just really helping these um, young people kind of get a grasp for basketball. Mm -hmm. And the way that we've situated it is um, we've got uh, grades 5th through 8th. We've got grades 3rd through 5th and then 1st through 3rd. But the way we've set it up is we know the kids are balling at a young age, sure. right? Yeah. So we may have a kid come in and say, "Hey, I am in the uh, in the third grade." Yeah. If they are doing well and excelling, we can move them up to the the higher tier of the camp. Get so some we, different competition. Yeah. Yeah. We like the flexibility of that. Um, and so those camps uh, are we have that uh, on the parks website, and okay. we also have it on our website uh, as well as our. Um, social media and instagram so um i'm pretty excited i'm so glad that you afforded this opportunity to share you guys have been amazing (laughs) just being an opportunity to kind of share just with our community who you guys are but it just we're always looking for something to do i mean winchester yeah it's a small town and there's plenty of opportunities for Mm -hmm. just i say entertainment but you know but it's just being able to partner with a good group of people like you and go to some games in the springtime have camps for kids uh, i i think again it's just a win where you guys are doing this and so it's it's a really cool thing yes. i love it so tell us real quick make the circle back to your son so he's a player still with you guys yes. right um and he went to millbrook mm-hmm. um do you guys just talking about him and his experiences, you obviously know the high school systems around here pretty well, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Do you do you go to any local games right now? Like, what do you what have you seen on the horizon for these local schools uh, of Sharando or Millbrook and Hanley? Oh, oh, that, and I see a lot of ta- a lot of talent. Um, you know, especially when we talk to young kids too. We talk about the education and peace. You know what you have to do in school. Um, to get to this point and level. And that's what mm-hmm. our kids talk about, even with young kids. You know, going to school is important. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, you want to be a, a student athlete first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is something, this basketball team is something that's for the future in a sense, because it doesn't matter where you go to school, Division One, Two, or Three. 
Because in this league here, there's right. kids have done amazing things. That's what I. That's why I think it's cool if you are connecting with the local high schools and telling them, hey, education's important. You know, getting good grades, being on time is important, and you have this aspiration of, hey, this is a professional opportunity. Yes, that that you guys are offering here, yeah. and it's local. It's and great. Several kids it's, from this school system last year. I think we had five yeah. initially in our inaugural year from mm. the school systems here, both Winchester uh, Public Schools and Frederick County. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty excited to 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 give back to the community. That's great. Yeah, yep. it, it's pretty awesome. A secret yes. schedule will be out tomorrow. Awesome. I love it. We will have the schedule ready to go. I'll post that on our social media. You've talked about your social media. You've talked about your website. So before we do wrap up, give us all the contact information of where they can, what what are the addresses, what are the locations of where they can go to learn all this information that you're talking about. All right. On Instagram, we're at VA underscore Vipers TBL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us uh, information about us on the website. It's www.virginiavalleyvipers.com. And then on Facebook, uh, you can find us also. And we are under VA Vipers TBL. Um, we have a lot of support behind us. We have a lot of businesses that have said, this is a long time coming. Yeah. We're so glad yeah. to be able to have yep. you guys be a part of this community. And Mr. Jimmy Wilkins, uh, we are, have been, he's on our focus group. Good. So he believes in what we're doing and he's excited to have his business part and expertise um, and supporting us as well. Perfect. So, yeah, season well, tickets are available now. Season tickets, yep. let's go. Well, <laughs> Tina, Ronnie, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. You guys thank are awesome. You. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for your time today. You got it. Well, I was so excited to get a chance to share that conversation with you guys, knowing that, um, you know, Tina and Riley have this, uh, this new basketball presence in town and how they really are looking to serve our community, which, um, I value and I certainly appreciate. And they were very humble. You know, I was able to elaborate with them even after we got off air recording about the jobs they've been able to create and it goes down the list of from the players to the coaches to training staff to djs to statisticians to partnering with people in town to to create internships so um just the the neat way that they reach out to the local community helping the kids um that's something that i certainly learned of just being a a sports junkie myself and thinking back when i was a kid I just grabbed every opportunity to to grab a ball and play and go to a gym and play basketball, shoot hoops, do whatever. And for kids of all those ages that they they rattle off um, elementary school to middle school to be able to do that in that week between Christmas and New Year's is great. So check out their website. Um, I know that she was excited about the schedule that got released as well. Um, So go to their website, um, go to their social media pages and like them, follow them, and uh, you'll be impressed with what they've got going on. So um, that is just one glimpse of what's happening in Winchester and you can look out for their schedule for the spring, which we'll talk about when those are, when those games are occurring in the moment. But you think the Christmas season is here. We'll circle back to the beginning part of our conversation today of Christmas in Winchester. And as I go and look, look around for the different things that happen in town, you can't help but see and notice all of the different Um, fun activities that are going on. So I will point out just a couple. Um, This coming weekend, uh, on December 10th, 
um, you'll get a chance to have a holiday wreath making workshop. So on Sunday the 10th, um, you can go to the the Homestead Farm at Fruit Hill Orchard. Um, they're out there off of Route 522. From one o'clock to three o'clock, they're providing um, just a, an entire workshop on how to make a holiday wreath out of greenery. And so if that interests you, you can register online. Um, there's tickets, they're doing it this weekend. I believe they're also doing it next weekend too. So that'll be something fun to check out. Make yourself a nice large 14 inch plus holiday wreath um, with wild forge greenery and accessories and things like that. You know, I grew up in, side note, originally from Williamsburg, Virginia, and the, um, the, the talk of Colonial Williamsburg in the holiday season is huge. They decorate their doors with these large kind of wreaths. And um, from what I've heard about this holiday wreath work, making workshop, it's going to look very similar to that, where they'll have some pine cones or dried oranges or different accessories that make it look very um, just colonial and uh, and festive for your own house. So that's something that's happening this weekend on the 10th. Something for next weekend as well is the Winchester City puts on a holiday lights trolley tour. Didn't know if you knew that, but they um, have you rally together and start out the tour at the Visitor Center downtown. Um, and you can meet up between 6.30 and 7 o'clock where there's cookies and hot chocolate at the visitor center. And then the tour, just as an hour long, goes from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. I believe that the Saturday trolley tour is already sold out. So you'll have to go online to look for the Friday tour on December 15th. It's for um, ages 12 and over. Tickets are $15 for adults and $10 for children who are between 12 and 18. So register for that, go get your tickets, and what they do is they just cruise around town, around the city of Winchester, for all of the, the fancy, fun, festive lights that are on display at people's houses. Um, so that's just a, a really neat, fun experience to get a tour, get out and about, go with your family, do something different. And by the way, I, I was watching one of those holiday um, TV shows oh, the other week, and it was the craziest thing that I saw of how they have different contests for um, house lights. And I'm sure you've seen shows like this before. This it, Send me a message if you saw this episode as well. But it was, there were a, a house in Texas, <laughs> I can't even describe it, had 400 drones that they pre-programmed in coordination with each other to, to zoom up three, 400 feet in the air and create a ridiculous light show that that symbolized and made displays of Santa Claus or a Christmas tree or wrote out the words Merry Christmas in unison. It, it was amazing. So anyway, I don't think there's going to be any kind of light show like that here in Winchester, but what people can do with their lights is amazing. So take some pictures, send them over to our page. And if you have a fancy light show that you want to show off, put it out there on Iconic Talk social media and we'll make us think about it and it'll be fun. So anyway, that is our um, episode for today. I want to thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We hope you learned something and uh, look forward to sharing more with you in a couple of weeks. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, Make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we really love you spending your valuable time um, listening to us. So I would love if you could take a moment, 
subscribe this um, podcast with your friends. Let them know that uh, that iconic talk can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Like it, follow us, listen, and share. Thanks so much to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Vitalia, and our social media queen, Liz Gordon. Until next time, think iconic. Iconic.